In Matthew's book, Jesus said, go into all the land. Take the word, share it, teach it, preach to every man. Just do his will, because he always... Hello, this is Dr. Greg Mays with your Word Wednesday. This week, I want to tackle something that you might be struggling with. Now, I'm not saying you are, and I haven't heard many people say that they're struggling with this. But the Lord put it on my heart, and so I'm going to talk about it today. There are two passages in the Bible where Jesus Christ is speaking. And in one situation, he says that anyone who is not with me or for me is against me. And in another section of the Bible, another place, it is recorded that Jesus says, anyone who is not against you is for you. I want to break those two passages down, go to them in scripture, and then talk to you about that. Why would he say that? And how can we better understand those passages? And the reason I want us to understand that is because this is how we must walk right with him. We have to understand his word. So I'm running straight to Matthew chapter 12, and I am going to be, I'm going to be at verse 30. Can I give you some background? A little background. Jesus has been accused of being really a part of Satan, Bezabel, Bezabel, who is the prince of demons. And people have accused him of driving out demons in the name of Bezabel, which is the prince of the demons. And so Jesus talks about a house divided against itself cannot stand. That if he were driving out demons in the name of demons, that that house couldn't stand. It would be a problem. And he talks about the fact that he is from God. And then he says this at verse 30. He says, whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. He goes on to say, And so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come to provide a little context to this passage, anyone who is not for me is against me. Or how does he say it? Whoever is not with me is against me. You see, with Jesus Christ, there's no middle ground. You are either for Jesus Christ or you are against him. You are either living a life that is acceptable to God the Father. And the only way to do that is to have the covering of the blood of Jesus Christ on your life, period. There is no other way. And so you are either living for Christ, you are either with Christ or you're against him. It's that saying that says you have a choice. You can choose Christ or not choose Christ. And Making no choice is a choice. Because if you make no choice, you are not 
choosing Jesus Christ. And so I believe that when Jesus is explaining this to them and the way that he goes on to say that not only are you, if you're not for me, if you're not with me, you're against me. He also talks about this idea that let me let me let me read it because I don't want to mess it up. He says, and so I tell you that every kind of slander can be forgiven. He says, but blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven. Now watch this. I'm going down in the notes so that you can get this as well. In the notes, it says, blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven. Here's the explanation. The context, it says, go back to verses 24, 28, and 32, suggests that the unpardonable sin was attributing to Satan, Christ's authenticating miracles done in the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, you see what God is doing. You see the power of the Holy Spirit on display and you say, no, that's not, that doesn't exist. This is blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. This is denying the Holy Spirit. Why the Holy Spirit and not the Son of Man? Because God uses the Holy Spirit for us to know Him. The Bible teaches us that we can't know God except through the Holy Spirit. It talks about no man knowing the thoughts of another man. Well, if you can't know the thoughts of another person, how in the world are you going to know the thoughts of God Almighty? El Shaddai, Elohim. It's not possible. You must accept the Holy Spirit. You must believe that the Holy Spirit has come upon you to give you guidance, your paraclete, your helper. That's critical. This is in part why Jesus is saying, if you are not with me, you are against me. Watch this. This is not scripture. This is what God put on my heart right here. If you are not with him, you can't be with him. Let me say that again. If you are not with him, you can't be with him. Why? Because you must have Jesus Christ in order to have his Holy Spirit. You can't have Christ apart from the Holy Spirit. You can't have the Holy Spirit apart from Christ. They are two in one. And really, they are three in one. Because you can't have God apart from Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. You get them all together. And this, I, I believe, is why Jesus is teaching in this moment, anyone who is not with me is against me. Because there is no middle ground. Now, now, let's move over into the book of Luke. And let's better understand if we're not with Jesus, we're against him. But watch what we learn in Luke 9, verses 49 and 50. John is speaking to Jesus, and here's what he says. He says, Master, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he is not one of us. Here's Jesus' response. Do not stop him, for whoever is not against you is for you. Now that can make you pause and say, well, hold up a second. What's the difference between 
if someone is not with Jesus, they're against him. And how is that different than if somebody is not against me, Greg, then they're for me? Well, watch this. As you share this gospel, you're sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. You're growing in Christ. You're doing everything that God has called you to do. And a person, they may not be for you, but they're not hindering you. That's why he's saying anyone who is not against you, if they're not coming in, trying to tear you down, trying to put themselves up and push you down, if they're not hindering your walk, if they're not hindering your witness, then they're for you. They're, they're not against you. You see what I'm saying? If they're not against you, they're for you. They're allowing you to do all that you need to do in Jesus Christ. This is important when you begin to think about Jesus Christ, Paul telling us, and, and we know that Jesus Christ is, is who, who guides him. Let me run over real quick. This is the Lord just put this on my heart so that uh, as you are thinking about this, maybe this will help you. Anyone who is not against you is for you. This is what we're talking about. Watch what Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 6, chapter 14. It's very important. Watch this. He says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? And he goes on to say some different things. But here's what I want you to get. Here's what I believe God is putting on my heart, even as I'm speaking to you right now. They're not pulling you away. This idea of a yoke. A yoke, it was a very solid, strong apparatus. And you put two oxen on there. And if those oxen were not evenly, equally yoked, if one was substantially stronger than the other, then you would get this pull. But if they both got to go in the same direction and they're both working together, moving in the same direction, then you could get a lot accomplished. But when you have one pulling away and one trying to go one way and one trying to go the other way, what you end up happening is the strongest one's going to pull you away. So as a Christian, if you're hanging around unbelievers and these unbelievers, watch this, catch this, these unbelievers are trying to pull you away from Jesus Christ, you cannot hang out with them. If you have friends who are unbelievers, but they're not hindering you, you're continuing to love the Lord. You're continuing to live a life for Christ. Christ is your number one. It's okay to have those friends. They're not hindering you. They're not against you. They're for you. They're not coming against you. They're for you. You can keep moving. And who knows but that God may use your consistent witness to be their guy that brings them to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Where you have to be careful, and I have not said this, where you have to be careful, is you can't go into friendships and relationships with the mindset, well, I'll change them. Or, oh, I know, I know. no, 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 no. If you have an organic friendship, 
and you're continuing to live for Christ and they're not hindering you, you can continue to move on. But the second, listen to me, the second that they begin to encourage you to do other things or watch this, you encourage you to do other things because you're hanging out with these people who don't believe in Jesus Christ. They're not hindering you. They're not telling you don't go do what you need to do, but you are. You're telling you, well, I'm not going to go be with the body of Christ today. Oh, I'm not going to read my Bible. I'm going to hang out with my friends. That's when you need to take a step back and say, maybe this friendship is not good for my walk with Jesus Christ. Then you got to make a choice. You either got to get your life right and get back on the path or you have to cut yourself, uh, cut that friendship off and then get your life right and back on the path. I believe this is what Jesus was teaching us when he taught us anyone who is not for him is against him. But anyone who is not against you is for you. I pray that this is a blessing for you. And remember, stay strong. So what you're waiting for someone to feel the pain some more Cause you ain't share the love the grace you found within the Father's care To share the love of God is more than just a simple job It's Christ speaking the truth of the Holy Spirit's law Share it